Welcome to the Options Millionaire Podcast, where we walk you through the tools, techniques, and strategies we use to become seven-figure traders in the options market. Your hosts are Peter and Travis, founders of the Options Wealth Academy. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode, another podcast. This is episode number five, and we're going to talk about um, how many options trading strategies there are. Uh, and I think I'm going first. Am I going first, Travis? Yes, sir. You okay. sure are. All righty. Um, well, so I'll just jump right in. Um, in my quest to find out how many strategies exist, uh, I found a variety of answers. Um, I found one website that shows there's over 400 uh, options trading strategies. Other websites say there's hundreds to 174, things like that. Um, so the, the bottom line, though, is there's there's a multi, multiple of options trading strategies. Simple way to look at options strategies is that um, there's probably a strategy uniquely designed for just about every person on the planet. Because <laughs> uh, the, the reality is... Uh, when it comes to options trading strategies, not everyone is going to work for everyone. Um, it's really, I think they gear themselves around uh, personalities and how you are as a person or a trader or an investor. Even if you're brand new, you have certain habits of doing things. So, um, But one of the best resources that I found um, to try and figure out you know, if I were starting out, how many trading strategies are there that I might want to look at learning? I just went to my broker platform. So I use Thinkorswim. I have a TD Ameritrade account, which is now, I think as of next month, will be exclusively called Schwab. I, I know they're bought out, but um, but it, it, anyway, long story short, when you open up that trading platform, if you look at the trading strategies, they give you about 17 different strategies to choose from. Um, that are preloaded into the platform. And from there, you could customize each of those strategies. So I think based on all of that, you could probably create over 400 different strategies. Um, but you know, when we look at uh, options trading strategies, especially when you're learning, um, you, you kind of want to find out, um, I think what's most important that you find a strategy that will fit your trading style, but most importantly, your risk parameters. Um, because options trading, we talked about, uh, I think it was, what was it? Episode number three, we talked about, um, no, it was actually last episode. We talked about some of the myths of options and, and things like that. And we always focus on our risk first. So uh, when you look at an option trading strategy, I think it's important to find one that fits your risk or your trading style. Um, personally, I only trade about a handful of strategies and I'm not trading those strategies all at the same time. Uh, it all depends on what the market's doing. Sometimes I'm not trading at all, uh, like in this market, and I'll cover that near the end. Um, another point of, about strategies that I wanted to cover um, is there's some that are specific to buying, some that are specific to selling, and then that there's some that incorporate both of it. Um, and again, we always talk about the options basics because every strategy is based off the the basics. That you know, it's only going to entail a call, a put, or a combination of the two. It's only going to entail buying or selling 
or a combination of the two. So no matter what strategy you look at, it's important that you understand those specifics. Um, what I tend to see with folks, especially since I, well, I, I, I saw it more, I could see it in myself in the beginning. And then as I learned how to trade options, I could see it and, and I became a co-trainer in the Success Academy. And now being um, the lead trainer in the Options Wealth Academy, I can see that um, I can see that folks, uh, it's often their patience or their lack of patience that will dictate the type of strategy that they gravitate towards. Um, so what do I mean by that? Well, for example, there's some folks that are just extremely laid back and, and they, they join a course and you tell them, you know, you show them like we show them one of our strategies, just buying leap call options. And uh, you show them how the strategy works and they just, okay. And they go and they follow the template and they buy the strategy. The, the downside with that strategy for a lot of folks is patience because it's a patient strategy it meaning it's just like buy and hold where you buy something but you're not in your you're not trading all the time you're trading once every maybe four to six months um so that that strategy folks i i see most folks that lack patience i was one of them uh will gravitate towards a different strategy that we teach in one of them's vertical credit spreads um so I find that most most strategies usually pick out the person based on their uh, demeanor. Uh, now, in the Options Wealth Academy, we only teach two strategies um, because we believe that's really all you need um, to to grow your account uh, and build wealth. Um, one strategy is dedicated to growth, and the other strategy is dedicated to in, um, providing income, a consistent monthly income. Uh, and we feel that's all you really need. Um, what I often find from our students is that they'll gravitate more to the vertical credit spreads or our cash flow strategy, especially when the market is acting as it is now, uh, because this is a strategy that will have them in their platform most often. Um, and at the time of this recording, it's December of 2022, and the market has been down ever since the beginning of the year. So. What I found through my trading experience is that um, I've made the most money from the simplest strategy I trade, which is our 3x growth strategy. Uh, I was just going back through some of my really old uh, spreadsheets and and just kind of delving into numbers and stuff. And I found uh, every time I bought an option, like a call option, uh, that I had to just sit on and wait for the market to do what it was supposed to do. Um, I made the most money. Uh, so <laughs> a very difficult strategy though, because it requires a, a tremendous amount of patience. Um, one thing's for sure though, when it comes to option strategy, there's no short supply of them. Um, just remember, and it's important to note and understand that if you're going to be able to duplicate your returns year, after, year over year, you're going to have to become a master at just a few of them. It's kind of like that saying, Travis and I were talking about this off, off uh, mic. Um, it's like that saying, jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, this is this holds true with options trading strategies as well and investing that you, you really, if you look at the folks that are really successful, you look at the millionaires, the billionaires that really do this stuff successfully, like the Warren Buffetts, they focus on just one strategy uh, and they've mastered that strategy. So um, so that's, that's one of the things I would always tell people it's important to... Uh, to manage 
or to, to focus on something and master on just a few of them. Um, it's also important to limit the amount of strategies you trade and focus on perfecting them rather than trying to learn a myriad of strategies um, because you'll, you'll just never actually perfect them. Now, the last point I did want to make has to do with the market we're in today. Um, as of this recording, I said it's uh, it's 2022. The market's still in bear market t- territory. As a matter of fact, when I last looked, it was at 3827. Uh, that's the S&P 500. It started at 4818. So that's a 21% decline. And it's been pretty much hovering around that 20 to 25% most of the year. So it gives very little opportunity to bullish strategies. Um, but these are the strategies that I suggest you you master. Even though we're not in a bull market right now, um, we were talking about this also. Um, bull market strategies, bullish strategies, I mean, are the ones you want to master, in my opinion, because if you look at the history of the stock market, we're in a bull market much, much more than we are in a bear market. And and when we're in a bear market, we're not in as long as we are in a bull market. The average bull market is about six to seven years, and the average bear market is one to three years. And you tend to see those bear markets come every eight, seven to eight years. That's that's how they get those averages. So I feel it's very important that you just master your bullish strategies, um, grow your wealth, and when the bear comes around, do what a bear does in the wintertime. You hibernate. Um, so that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, there, you could find, uh, thousands and thousands of strategies, I'm sure out there, at least hundreds. Um, but very, very important. You stick to mastering just a few of them. Uh, and with that, Travis, I am right at my mark. So that's all I got. (laughs) And I, as usual was eating, but you know what? I timed I finished chewing before you finished talking. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to echo pretty much most of what Peter said. Uh, I'll I'll actually read off a few of the strategies I found. So in my research, I haven't looked at this in a long time because I recognize it was pointless. But in my research, I found about 300 different option strategies. Uh, Peter said he found about 400. So that between 100 or 400, uh, that, and that's crazy. You think 400 different strategies. Some people get, get excited, right? They think, wow, 400 different ways of making money. But here's the most, this is the most ironic part about that. They're literally only two types of option contracts when you you know we talk about stocks shares versus option contracts two types of option contracts and we talked about this when we talked about the basics of option trading which i believe was episode uh, let's see maybe look back here episode three in the podcast we talked about the basics of options right two types of contracts puts and calls, purchase contracts and sales contracts. The purchase contract is a call option. It gives you the right to buy a stock at a certain price, the sales contract or the put option to give you the right to sell a stock at a set price, right? That's it. When you hear about trading options, just know there are only two types of option contracts you can trade, either a put option or a call option. And just like humans, what we do is overcomplicate something. So those two contracts have been expanded into over three to 400 different variations or ways to 
trade those two contracts. So you can comp, you know, combine them two together and form one strategy. You can use puts in a certain way to form another strategy, calls in another way. So just that, you can see how that's three different strategies right there. You can combine a call and put. That's like a straddle or strangle, right? So that's two different strategies where you can combine a call and put. You can take puts and use two or three puts, right? If you use two different puts in, in a certain way, that's called a vertical credit spread or either a debit credit spread. So to see, that's two other strategies right there. So that's what people have done. They are like, oh, you know, they've combined these puts and calls in different ways to create all these different strategies. So what I want to do is actually read off some of the strategies I found on a website and, and the weird names, and I'll touch on these weird names. So this is called it. One of the strategies is called an inverse skip strike butterfly with calls, an inverse skip strike butterfly with puts, a Christmas tree butterfly with calls. And we have something called a are you talking oh, Christmas tree spread with calls and a Christmas tree spread with puts. You see these weird names already. Now, here's a, a list I found on another site of A to Z. So I'll just read a few of them. Albatross spread, bear butterfly spread, bear call spread, bear put spread. Uh, let's see, bull butterfly spread, bull call ladder spread. Um, I'm gonna I'm skipping uh, several here. Butterfly spread, calendar call spread, calendar put spread, call ratio back spread, calendar strangle, calendar straddle. Condor special, or excuse me, condor spread, covered call, covered call, collar, covered put, iron, iron, like Iron Man, iron albatross spread. We have a long call, long put, long gut, G-U-T, <laughs> put ratio back spread, short bull ratio spread, short condor spread, short put, short straddle, short strangle, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, last one, strip straddle, like stripper, right? Strip strangle, right? Look at those crazy names. And you wonder why people are hesitant or intimidated about learning how to trade options. Like you walk on the street and you're like, hey, would you want to learn how to do a strip straddle? They're gonna like, what? They're gonna think you're saying something X-ray, right? They're like, what the heck are you talking about? Who wants to learn something that seems overly complicated, right? I don't. And so that's one of the hiccups in the roadblocks of learning options. Somewhere along the way, humans have overcomplicated and came up with these crazy names. And I don't usually I use so many strategies, but I don't call it that because I'm teaching it to my kid. I don't want to call it something weird. I want to kind of break it down to the basics of running a business. You know, we run it by the numbers. You know, are we going to make money? And how much are we putting ourselves at risk, right? Always protect yourself from losing money because that's what puts people out of business. A lot of people focus too much on making money, but when you really think about it, what causes people to fail? Is it being overfunded or underfunded? Having too much money or too less money? It's always too less money. So that's what I teach my kids. Hey, let's focus on protecting ourselves from losing a lot of money. When we do that, I have found in my experience, making money becomes much, much easier. So again, I've read off some of these strategies. Peter and I found at least 100 to 400 different strategies. There's only two types of option contract puts and calls, but they can be put into different combinations to come up with all these different strategies. And then my final takeaway for you is that despite having so many different option strategies, you only need one to get rich. 
And I proved that several years back. Uh, well, I started proving it with a case study. Uh, we call it the 5K to 50K case study. I was showing people, hey, I can grow this 5K account to $50,000 in a few years just using one strategy, right? And uh, I shut that case study down um, about, I think, after year one to hand it over to Peter. But even still in that one, one, one and a half years, that 5K account grew to 25K. So we're just halfway mark. And just using one strategy. So you only need one to get rich. Um, if you're bored and you like variety, um, you invest for intellectual stimulation, then yeah, you can add more strategies. Um, but I don't invest for intellectual stimulation. I invest to make money. <laughs> so I focus on, all right, what do I need to make money? And I, I found I've only need one strategy. But in full disclosure, I do use about five to six in total as a, my account grew. I decided I wanted some variety. I added back in bond hold. I, I had stepped away from bond hold um, when I first learned options because the returns I was getting from options, it, it was just dwarfing the returns. I was, I mean, well, the returns I was getting from bond hold were pitiful, you know, average seven to nine percent a year. Returns I was getting from options was ridiculous, like 30% a year. So I was like, uh, why would I stick with bond hold when I can use options? Uh, and, and eventually I matured <laughs> after blowing out several accounts. I'm like, oh, this is what my mentor told me. Don't just trade options. Also integrate bond hold. So I integrated back in the bond hold as my account got bigger, but that causes other issues like market crashes. And so I had to find ways to protect my bigger account. And so now I use about four or five different strategies, uh, mostly for balance. So they, they each balance each other out. It's like a system. I created a business system that can make money in any market environment. Last lesson I'll leave you with takeaway here. Again, that first takeaway was you only need one strategy to get rich. Don't. Well, try not to let anybody convince you otherwise. They will. They'll try to convince you that, oh, my strategy is the best in the world. No, there's hundreds of different ways to make money in the market, right? You only need just one that works for you. Um, second thing I'll say is what I feel and what I've seen is people think they need more than one, right? They think they need more strategies because the more strategies you have, the more money you can make or the more potential opportunities you have to make money, right? It's sort of like people think you need multiple streams of income. They're like, oh, every millionaire has at least seven streams of income. I don't know if that's true or not. It's probably true. But if you actually study those millionaires and you actually interview those millionaires, you will find that they didn't start out focusing on multiple streams of income because it's scattered attention, right? Same with Warren Buffett, one of the world's richest investors. He did not focus on learning all kinds of different strategies. He had one core blueprint or strategy he used, and he just focused on that for an insane amount of time, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years. He had been, I think he started investing when he's 10. And as of this recording, he's 90 something. He just stuck with, you know, it, he might've tweaked it a tad bit along the way, but basically he stayed pretty much in, in one with uh, one core strategy and became a billionaire while everybody else is scattered attention, trying to be, become a master of, of different strategies. So what I have found with these millionaires, going back to multiple streams of income, is that yes, they may have seven streams of income, but they started with one, they grew that, they mastered that one stream. And then after they were rich, that's when they diversified. And there's different ways of doing that. So you know, like I trade options and I invest in the stock market. I became financially free doing that. 
Now I could diversify. We did at one point, we bought rental properties cash. And so we diversified that way, but we eventually sold them because I found a way to earn multiple streams of income from the stock market using options. And so I might have one stock, but I overlay different strategies on that one stock. And I can literally pull six streams of income from one stock using options. So that's one form of my multiple streams of income. And again, they all work in various different degrees based on the market environment. Like right now we're in the middle of a bear market. So, you know, some of my strategies are getting killed. Like I'm losing money. Like my call options, they, they, Peter talked about is one of the best strategies. We call it the 3X growth strategy. In an up market, we'll double our money on average every four to six months. <laughs> but in the bear market, those, those positions are getting killed, right? I'm losing money very quickly, but uh, other strategies are making money like a cover call, right? I'm renting out stock shares. That's making a decent amount of money. Um, I have insurance called put options. They're making a lot of money. And so again, it's a system, multiple chains of income, but they don't all work the same in every market environment. So that's all. I just wanted to leave you with that. Even though there's like 400 different strategies, you only need one and don't get the mindset that, oh, I need multiple streams of income starting out. No, I say you hyper-focus, get rich with one, two core strategies, and then maybe diversify from there. So that's my rant for the day. I hope you gain at least one or two nuggets from that. And I am done. That was good. And you were right on the mark too. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> we're getting good at this. After five episodes, we're starting to master it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then we'll spend another 10 minutes just riffing yeah make it longer (laughs) that's okay that's what the edit button is for (laughs) right clip and delete Uh (laughs) well yeah but you bring up a lot of great points because um you know and that i think it kind of goes back to even what i was saying is so yeah i i trade a handful of strategies but i had to learn one i had to master one first Mm. before Mm -hmm. i could really start to um, get to where I'm at now. So I think you can do it a lot quicker than I did it. Um, I think the average person, it, it really comes down to, I'm, I'm like a squirrel, right? You used, mm. to, used to see that all the time. Um, so I see the bright, shiny object around the corner every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I could master my patience and my ability to just focus on one strategy, um, yeah, that's when that's when I was able to, well, one, there's, that's, that actually comes up twofold because then I was able to learn other strategies so much quicker and easier. Mm-hmm. I could, I could pick them up so much faster because you build a fundamental in your habits of trading that mm-hmm. just carry over to every other trading strategy you do. Um, but going back to what you were talking about um, back in 2020, when I was a co-trainer in your success Academy, um, I started with a, it was like a $5,400 account and I was mm-hmm. trading the three X and the cash flow, and same thing. I basically between the two strategies, cause they, they pretty much go kind of neck and neck. Um, mm-hmm. They don't really beat out each other significantly unless you're just not, if, unless you're not on top of one over the other. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was the same thing. I turned that 5k account trading those two strategies into 45 uh, in two years. So I yep. was, you know, halfway there in, in, at the two year mark. Right. So I really had another six months to go, but I was already halfway there. So 
but I would have never been able to learn how to do that had I not focused on mastering one strategy first, which caused me to be able to take on the other strategies. And then you you throw that into the one stock blueprint. That was a learning curve, even mm-hmm. though every strategy taught there is pretty much the same, but the learning curve was now trying to juggle all those strategies together. And that's why, like you say, it's like, listen, trust me, it's just easier to focus <laughs> on a, a small few, but we never listen to the the people that have gone down the path. We always say, no, 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 you trust me, Travis, I can take this bridge. The bridge is out. <laughs> Oh, yes, sir. Uh, just so people aren't confused, one stock blueprint is what I was referencing to earlier, where I said I can get six streams of income from one stock. It's what we teach, and well, I used to teach, Peter teaches now, no one on one clients, those who have bigger accounts, six and seven figure accounts. Like, how do you manage this larger account? So, we call it the one stock blueprint. And then uh, you touched on uh, why it's so hard to learn strategies in the beginning. It comes down to what you touched on it. Discipline and patience is like baking a cake, the two necessary ingredients for success with, as a trader. And when people are focusing on all these different strategies, one, they lack the patience. Two, they lack the discipline or they are unwilling to commit to being disciplined only using one. So that lack of discipline, that lack of patience shows up in other areas of your life and they struggle. But when a person commits, to, I'm just going to focus on one strategy that does take discipline to focus and then put your blinders on, forget NFTs, crypto, everything else people are talking about, just one simple, boring strategy that does take discipline. Then it definitely takes patience because you're like, okay, I'm only going to focus on this and I'm going to spend two, three years growing this account. Um, so those are the two necessary ingredients. And once you commit it to that, I find it no surprise your account blew up. Because again, you committed to that discipline and patience, and that's that's what's required. So that's all I have. With that, I think that's uh, I think that's where we'll end it. Um, next, yeah, next week. Um, next week, we're going to cover, I think, a pretty interesting topic where we're going to talk about <laughs> it, it, whether you can learn to trade options successfully for free. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely tune in to next week's episode. Again, we thank you guys for listening. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't subscribed to our podcast. We release a new one each week. Uh, And with that, we will see you guys in next week's podcast. Yep. See you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Options Millionaire Podcast. Be sure to join us each week as we dive into all the tools and techniques we use to become seven-figure traders. For more information and a copy of our show notes, head to www.optionswealthacademy.com.